Lucky number seven. Today on Claire She Goes. I don't want to say that like you shouldn't look to other people for inspiration um, or anything like that, but more like just don't spend the majority of your time on that, you know, like really focus on what's important to you and, and what you want to achieve. Episode number seven of Claire She Goes. I know my last episode on Sleepy Hollow was number eight, but just trust me. This dance I'm doing with numbering, it's all a part of my journey. Speaking of journeys, today's program features two people behind Ways We Work, a blog that offers insight into journeys of prose in a variety of fields. I had the chance to chat with Amanda Wood and Matt Quinn, and they shared a bit of their story and more. <laughs> First question. I want to talk a bit about how Ways We Work began. Now, Amanda. Yeah. I understand you started it, um, but still, I want to know, like, from both of you, where did the idea for it come from, how you got started, and how you two decided to work on the project together? For sure. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I guess I can kind of start with the beginnings, and then maybe Matt can talk a little bit about when, when he joined and kind of what we've been doing together. Mm-hmm. Um, so the original, I guess, like ideas for the project were, um, I was kind of working in my, my first job out of university and I was feeling like, uh, you know, kind of overwhelmed with how do I figure things out? Like, how do I make my week the most productive? How do I like divide up my time, uh, to use it the most efficiently and what tools should I be using for certain things? Um, and I just got to the point where I was like, you know what, I should talk to people who have kind of figured this out, you know, for themselves. And it was basically kind of like looking for mentorship in a way. And, uh, then I started thinking of like, okay, well, what questions would I ask if I had the opportunity to actually talk to some of these people that I, that I'd like to. And so I made a list, um, of questions and I sent them over email to people, uh, starting locally kind of that I was interested in hearing from. And then I would post their answers on a WordPress blog. Um, And now it's kind of like evolved into we do the interviews over Skype and stuff like that. And and then a year ago or over a year ago now, uh, Matt kind of joined on the project. I'll let him talk a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. Um, So I've been following uh, Ways It Works for a few months before um, I connected with Amanda. And I thought it was a really, really cool project. Uh, And I was going through quite a bit of a transition in my own career. Um, I'd been running a design company with a friend of mine for, I guess, almost a decade. And I decided to move away from that and start a more of a freelance or digital nomadic kind of uh, career of just kind of being a solo uh, person who just kind of like pursued different creative endeavors. And uh, I was really looking to kind of sink my teeth into a project. But um, for me personally, I really wanted to um, kind of you know, go through a process of reinvention or like what to do next or you know, what, what do I really want to spend my time doing? Um, because there's one thing I've learned over a period of time is that, um, one of the most valuable commodities we have as people is, is time, not actually like money and all these other things we always worried about, but it's actually time. Mm -hmm. So how do we actually spend our time wisely? Um, so then I connected with Amanda and we started talking about the project 
and the future and where it was going. And I just, just fell in love with it. And so I pitched Amanda a few ideas on, um, you know, where we could take it next or, you know, how I could help out or, you know, how I could get involved in some capacity. And we just started talking more and more and more and more and evolved. And this idea came out um, to profile, instead of just profiling individuals and how they worked, was to profile how groups of people work together. And uh, through that process, we kind of learned a lot of different things about, you know, doing the work we love and, you know, working with teams and working with other people uh, as and working as individuals. So um, we had an opportunity to fly to California and, and visit a few companies there. And on the way back, I think we really had a great few great discussions about how we can really sink our teeth into the idea of, of pursuing passions and, and really kind of documenting this, the side of that um, pursuit that is not often uh, seen, which is the everyday trenches, the hard realities of uh, doing the work you love. Everyone kind of sees the, the benefit of it and everyone tells us to pursue our passions, but no one really talks about like the, how hard it actually can be. Um, mm. So we really wanted to document these um, intimate conversations with people about the everyday um, gory details that aren't aren't so sexy. Mm-hmm. Now, over the course of the project, do you know approximately how many people you've interviewed in total? Uh, so in March was our two years, and at that point we'd hit a hundred interviews. So, oh my gosh! Oh. Yeah. Now you have to do some math, but yeah. <laughs> it's a little over a hundred interviews. <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. Oh yeah, my gosh. It's a big milestone. For mm-hmm. sure. Amanda's just been just been killing it. It's amazing. <laughs> Wonderful. Now I'm sure you've noticed noticed certain interesting things about the people you've interviewed. Can you tell me some of the um, commonalities or trends that you've noticed regarding habits or the perspectives involved in people's professional practices? Uh, Amanda, do you want to take that one or I, I can take a stab at it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to go first, I'll definitely... No, go, go ahead, go ahead. Hmm. That is a good question. Oh my gosh, they're so... I think so if I had to wager a guess, I think it would be the, the only pattern is that there's no pattern. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, uh, it... You know, everyone has their own set of life experiences and those life experiences seem to dictate what happens next. It, and everyone has their own unique kind of path through those things. So everyone seems to be doing what works best at, at that moment. Um, I mean, sure, there are commonalities like, you know, organizing your, you know, keeping your self-organized enough to like, you know, make sure you get the meetings on time and stuff like that. But um, the magic is really is is just that i think it's just it's a matter of timing and it's a matter of being organized and being uh having a clear picture in your head of what you want to see happen mm-hmm. uh, and you just kind of ride the wave and and until you kind of see a path that leads to leads that's closer to the goal um but i mean there are things like productivity things that that can help that process but i think overall it's just really having a clear picture in your head about uh where you want to see yourself yeah I think um for sure and I I think what I would add to that uh, something that we've noticed is that like uh, I think there's this myth that you get to a certain point in your career and Mm -hmm. things are no longer challenging you know there's like a point where the door just unlocks and you've figured things out um and I think probably the biggest thing and the biggest theme that I've seen across everyone is that you know 
everyone's just dealing with different levels of challenges at different points uh, throughout their career. So, you know, you might have overcome one element and, you know, now it's on to the next, you know, and especially these, the types of people that we talk to, you know, no one is, is content with kind of just, you know, accomplishing something and then staying there, you know, staying put, they, they want to keep pushing. So um, they're sort of, there's sort of always going to be challenges, uh, you know, in, when you're doing the work you love because you want to keep getting better. You want to keep improving yourself. So, yeah, that's, I would agree with that 1000%. Like that's just like hundred percent. And I think it's really unique um, for ways we work too, is because it has two different voices in the sense that it has the, the, I guess more youthful, I'm dating myself, but uh, you know, it's someone who's just out of school kind of trying to figure it out. And there's also someone who's kind of, like myself, who's been working in the in the industry for you know, fifteen years and 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 wants to reinvent, has gotten to that point that Amanda's talking to, where mm-hmm. you're just you're just not being satiated with your work anymore. You know, you're not happy with it, uh, and you want to do something different to challenge yourself in different ways. So, uh, I mean, completely nailed it. Yeah. After okay, this might be an overlapping question. I don't know. But after all of the interviews you've conducted, what is a significant lesson about life as a professional that has really, really resonated with you? Mm. Um, I think, yeah, it's a little bit overlap. And, and really, like, speaking back to what Matt was talking about, um, about, like, a no one-size-fits-all approach, like, and there just really isn't. Um, and, you know, I, I spoke about it a little bit in a talk that I gave last night, but I, I would say the biggest thing is that, like, you just need to – you need to spend so much more time figuring out what you want and what you care about and what's like important to you and what your goals are. You know, like I think it's so easy to get caught up in looking at like, okay, well, what are these people doing? And, and, and you know, what, how can I um, not, not copy, but almost how can I mimic, you know, what they're doing and, and how they've been. And I don't want to say that like you shouldn't look to other people for inspiration. Um, or anything like that, but more like just don't spend the majority of your time on that, you know, like really focus on what's important to you and, and what you want to achieve. And then and then like how you want to do it, you know, and do it in your way. Don't feel like you have to like put on a different face to to achieve something. You know, do it in your in your own personality, in your own way. Hmm. Yeah, I'd I'd uh you know just to add to that too, which is which is really awesome, is that you know, I think one thing that I've really taken away is that, you know, skills can be copied. Skills like, you know, how to code or how to, you know, post-process a, a photograph or how to write technically. Um, all those skills can be copied. And if you admire those aspects of people, um, you know, you can kind of replicate those just by rinse and repeat. But what what's missing is your own creative kind of inspiration or your own creative voice in that work. So I think for me, uh, what I've learned to do is, is much like Amanda's saying, is that instead of pursuing these like skills, these hard, raw skills, and just doing the work, um, much like you know the people you admire, um, you spend your time pursuing authenticity, and that really is just like a like a self, you know, being really self-aware, mm-hmm. and and being you know pursuing that as your goal, and and finding out. Um, what makes you tick and what makes you satisfied with the work you do. And then all those technical skills become, you know, become tools. They become to enable this kind of uh, creative 
authenticity that you have as a person and your life experience it is is unique so that that authenticity is going to be unique too so it's just a matter of you know um getting to that point and trying things and, and executing um over and over and over again until you have this like at least a clearer picture of what this authenticity is uh i don't think you, you know everyone says you know the reward is in the journey and i think the journey is literally becoming more aware of the authenticity of like who you are as a person so if you can make that your pursuit and then just pers- like whatever you have to do for the raw skills like go to school or just practice like you know master those 10,000 hours or whatever it is um mm-hmm. that's great but don't forget to pursue um you know the holy grail essentially which is this auth- authenticity yeah and like why you're doing it you know why you're doing why you want these skills are in the first place right? yeah exactly because the skills are just skills that's that they're not going to get you anywhere you know they might get you a job but they're not going to mm-hmm. get you to that that like work-life satisfaction mm-hmm. yeah now changing things a little bit if okay we're thinking about i'm going to think about or ask you guys to think about the future of ways we work if mm-hmm. you could inter if you could interview three well-known either individuals or teams, who would they be and why? Well, do we have to give our answers together or can we do... You go first, Amanda. You go first. I'm going to think about it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just tell me what you want to say. Just okay. whatever you want. You go first, Amanda. You do three and then I'll do three. Oh, gosh. Uh, okay, my answers are going to be <laughs> so funny. Um, oh, man. I think someone I've admired for a while now uh, is Kevin Rose. He's a really big one I would love to interview. Um, and he's interviewed so many people. So, uh, yeah, I would just love to chat to him. And, and he's had so many, like, I relate to him, I think, in a way that, like, he's had so many, like, different careers throughout his career. Um, really, like, a jack-of-all-trades kind of person. So I'd love to talk to him. Um, really, on the total opposite end of the spectrum, I would love to interview Kim Kardashian. <laughs> he, I just, I, she's like, I don't know, that whole family are, are like business moguls, and I would love to, to interview her. Um, oh my gosh, and then a team. I want to think of a team. Oh, who would I want to talk to? You know, I think like I think I would love to talk to the Slack team. I've been like kind of following the stuff that they've been doing for a while, and I think they'd be a really interesting. Uh, team to talk to for sure that's my three cool those are good (laughs) okay so i think i think i would start with a celebrity too um i don't necessarily there's not like a specific celebrity that i've just been fascinated with the idea of like creative individuals who are doing really great work but then all of a sudden their life changes from being this kind of like okay you know what i'm gonna say chris pratt that's what i'm gonna say because, oh, okay. because yeah. he went because he's got a good story at least from what I've what I've read is that so you know these people who they spend their decade like a long time just like hammering away at these things and like going to auditions and just not not seeing anything happen over and over and over again and then eventually something just like something just happens you know I mean they just their their uh their perseverance just enables this some this thing to happen obviously skills help too and and uh but that pursuit pursuit of authenticity i was talking about just kind of takes over uh and and then something happens like they they go from being nobody to being like 
recognized across the world. And I just want to, I want to like dig into that, like what it's like to go through that process, to go through being rejected to like, to the nth degree, persevering through it. And then all of a sudden you're just like, you're everybody. You know what I mean? Like that, that is what a mental shift that would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess second, just completely reaching for the stars. I think I would, be, I would want to interview Obama, <laughs> President <laughs> Obama, just because again, like I, um, for him, it's not just because he's the president of the United States and like one of the most recognized person people in the world. It's just that the decision making that that person has to go through. So it doesn't even matter matter if it's Obama. Although I respect Obama, so it'd be really cool. Um, if, it's, if it was Trump, I'd be happy to, because uh, he's the next president, right? <laughs> we could, oh gosh. Um, so, uh, so yeah, yeah. So the the, the reason why I want to interview the president is just to understand. Um, the challenges and the decision making that they have to make. So, you know, what's it like having to make a call that's that's no one wins, right? There's someone, mm-hmm. someone somewhere is going to suffer from that decision, and there's going to be consequences no matter what. But the decision still has to be made, and people aren't going to like it. You're going to be challenged constantly. Like, it's it's probably it sounds like the worst job in the world, right? Like you can never make the right decision, although. You know, it's it's all it's all shades of gray. I guess I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be fascinating just to dig into that process of like, how the hell do you make a decision? Because that's like mind-boggling. Uh, and the team, a team, uh, I would have to say the team I'd be really interested in talking to is a company that I really admire, and it's it's a company called Patagonia. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a clothing and apparel company, outdoor clothing and apparel company, um, yes. and they are kind of really kind of you know, environmentally conscious, but also, I mean, they also, they make a lot of clothing and they do their, did their fair share to, um, consuming and all that stuff. But they really try to balance all that, uh, with how they operate as a company and what they do with the profits they make as a company. Mm-hmm. Um, they've changed to, you know, they, they're not like a publicly traded company. They've decided to be a B Corp instead, which is like, you know, a triple bottom line company, uh, which is really, really cool. And if, if a lot of companies can use them as a model, um, I think, you know, we'd all be a better, you know, be in a better place. So, yeah. So just talking to the team and, and how they kind of like, um, navigate this, this, those decisions and how they kind of like deal with the, 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 the apparent, um, contradiction that they have to, to go through. So like, you know, they obviously produce a lot of goods. They consume a lot of things. They have to use cheap labor to produce their clothes, but they have all these values that are very strong with regards to environment and social, well, you know, social well-being and all that other stuff. So, how they balance those two uh, would be really interesting to jump into. Oh, yes, absolutely. Now, when you're not working on ways we work, what do the two of you do? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> um, oh, it's a mix. I uh, I spend most of my time on ways we work currently. Um, but the last few months I've had a couple of like freelance projects. So I do a little bit of web design, a little bit of writing. Um, it's really like all over the map. I've done some like social media marketing consulting for people. Um, but most of the time, uh, is spent on, on ways we work at the moment. Yeah, for me, um, I'm a, I'm a freelance, um, web developer and designer. So I do UX and front end design. Um, that's what I was doing for 
I've been doing that for a long time. Uh, so about a, yeah, about a year ago, I decided to uh, go freelance in that regards, which opened up a lot of time for me, which is great. So I could pursue really cool projects like like Ways We Work. I don't work on it full time, unfortunately, but uh, hopefully in the future that that changes. Um, but I'm of, I'm of the mindset that uh, uh, you know to really kind of dig into a passion, um, it needs to be funded in some capacity. So it's it's hard to. It's hard just to drop it all and and uh, and do that. At least at least from the position I'm in, which mm-hmm. is uh, which is a little bit different, but uh, definitely some challenges there. But overall, that's what I do. Yeah. Okay. Great. Now, can you tell me both, please, how people can find you, where we can find you, not just ways we work, but like individually, where are you? Uh, yeah. So, um, well, I'll start with ways we work. But so, I mean, obviously, the site is wayswework.io. Um, which is where all the interviews and all the team mm-hmm. features and everything lives. Um, and, you know, we're Ways We Work on Twitter, we're Ways We Work.io on Instagram, and we're also on Facebook. Uh, and then myself uh, is Amanda Wood and Amanda with an H on the end um, on Twitter. And I'm pretty much, I'm that handle on everything, actually. So that's how people can find me. Uh, and then Matt, yeah. Yeah, uh, Matt at Ways We Work.io uh, is how you can reach out to me. Um, I, I'm a super huge photography nature nerd, so you can reach me. And then on my Instagram is Instagram.com slash Matt Quinn. That's all my nature and night photography. Uh, I dedicate that just that process there to, to that. And then on Twitter, it's I am Matt Q. Uh, and that's I am Matt Q is pretty much my handle pretty much everywhere else. But, I mean, I don't really – I think Instagram is, is really where I dig in. Uh, and Ways We Work is, is the mm-hmm. other side to that. So those are probably the best places to connect with me. Once again, special thanks to Amanda and Matt. This is another episode in my series featuring people who are local to me. Amanda and Matt are from Waterloo, Ontario. This is Claire from Claire She Goes. You can find me via my .com and a few of the other usual spaces and places. Take care of yourself. <laughs>